Hey there, it's JVL. On The Secret Show with Sarah Longwell today, we talked about Joe Biden's coming announcement that he's running for president again. Also about Ron DeSantis' greatering poll numbers. Uh-uh. Here's the show. So, uh, tell me, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with... Let's do Biden. Ron DeSantis or the the news last night. It came out mere minutes before we got on to the Thursday night show that we've got an announcement from Joseph Robinette Biden coming on Tuesday in which he's going to tell America that he is he is ready to finish the job. Is he doing it live or is he doing it via video? I believe he's doing it via animatronic robot. <laughs> Like Hall of Presidents at Disney World, Joe Biden is who will sure he's be making the, a video. Uh, yes, it is. It is going to be a video, like he oh. did. I believe Tuesday will be the anniversary of his video from the last time, which was an exceptionally good video. Uh, did you Did you by any chance see the the video of Biden in Ireland coming out of the the castle with the Dropkick Murphys? Is there a better Is there better walk up music than the Dropkick Murphys? No. There is not. The The problem is you have to be Irish to use it. Is that true? Is it cultural appropriation for me to like slam dance to that song? You can dance to it. But for instance, so Dropkick Murphys, that, that song is a a staple walk-up music for, for baseball players in is the it? bigs. But you can't use it if your name is like uh, Carlos Santini. Mm. Right. If if you are uh, an Italian American and you would, that would cause a giga- a brawl. Wow. Right. I mean that's so I, I really believe your your last name has to be like Murphy or like McDougal or that's probably <laughs> Scottish, but uh but Flaherty or something if you're gonna use the dropkick Murphy. My grandmother's name was Mary McLaren. Oh, you could do that then. Do you think there. I can get away with Yes, you? absolutely. Absolutely. So, but you saw him, and I, I mentioned this because uh, I have a question. Actually, why yeah. were the Irish so pumped about Biden? Uh, two things. First of all, because Joe Biden is a man of Irish American descent who uh-huh. has long loved it and owned it, and secondly, because the British were mad that he was doing it, oh. and so the Brits got their panties in a wad over this thing, and so the Irish decided, like, f that. We love Biden. <laughs> so, uh, but you saw him come out, and it was basically a WWE entrance, and he no, it was wasn't. great. Oh, he was he, great. he was great. No, he was great. It was awesome, actually. It was uh, partly, partly, it was nice to see a crowd psyched about an American president. Mm. It just that felt good. Uh, but he he has this thing that he does. A crowd that wasn't Russian psyched about an American right. president. Yes. <laughs> He, when he walks out, he does this thing where he, like, extends his arms and then makes them into fists, uh, he, which is exactly how he created Donald Trump at their debate. <laughs> uh, and it's, like, a very, like, I've now seen him use it. Um, but, yeah, no, that was great. I'm excited. I Great. He's going to announce. I think it's good for him to announce. I think we need to end any speculation about whether or not, you know, as long as he's not announcing, there's going to be these think pieces on him Gavin not Newsom, running. hardest hit. Yeah, let's just let's just get this. Donald Trump's now been. You know, can I actually? Here's a piece of. I don't know if it's pundit accountability, but remember when Donald Trump was getting in, like right after the 
route of the November 2022 election. I was like, what is this guy thinking? I mean, we knew what he was thinking. We knew he was trying to get ahead of the indictments. We knew that this was pre-planned because he thought that the elections were going to go his way. But I what, I was like, but they didn't. And so I was like, just wait, dude. What are you even doing? No, Got to freeze the field and crowd people but out. But he, it, it was right. I mean, you were just watching how different the dynamics are. I know we're talking about Biden, but like, uh, and this kind of gets into the DeSantis piece, but just this idea of he's in and now like he's racking up endorsements and like other people are just like, they're either not deciding not to run or it's an asymmetric game where he's in control and can have all the media and like they still have jobs to do in their home states, uh, specifically DeSantis. So uh, I n- now I'm like, man, Biden should just get in and just be the putative. Like we're not messing with this anymore. Yeah, I think that's right. And he's been, look, He's been a very successful president. Even like moderately successful presidents usually get reelected, right? Uh, and Donald Trump was a, a president in the middle of the worst pandemic, uh, uh, the deaths of hundreds of thousands of Americans and the cratering of the economy. And he almost got reelected. Mm-hmm. Like this is it's it's hard to beat a sitting president. And so barring a health event, which again is not like, oh, one in a million chance, like barring this one in 50 chance or one in 10 chance. I, yeah, I would have one in 50. Yeah, those one are in good five ass. chance of a health event. Because uh, the health event does not mean death. A health event means like anything that's scary. Surgery, a hip replacement. I don't know. Does he that's already fine. have new hips? No. New well, hips it's are fine. fine. It's fine. But if he goes under anesthesia, Kamala Harris becomes president for a period of time while he recovers. And that will be a feeding frenzy. And it will remind everybody that Joe Biden, uh, that, that they're essentially electing Kamala Harris for a second term. Uh, well, I, I have thoughts about that. Um which we'll get to in a minute. But barring that, uh, and if there is not a recession, then I think he's going to he's going to be in a reasonably strong position. A reasonably strong position doesn't mean that he has a 70% chance to win, but he's got like a 55% chance, maybe a yeah. 60% chance, uh, which is good against Trump. The bad news is that the, in a one-time out, like... Having a 60% chance to win is great if you're playing 100, 100 hands of blackjack, right? Because over the course of 100 hands, 60% is really going to show. Yeah. On a one-time outcome, there is no functional difference between 60% and 50%. Yeah. Right? It's, you're, it's We are in a coin flip no matter what we do. Uh, but also, I think Biden is – we talked about this a little bit on the live stream last night. I, I would like to know your thoughts on this. If Trump is the nominee, there is no other Democrat I would want running more than Biden. Uh, so if Trump becomes the nominee, I, I would that, want Biden okay. more than I would want Shapiro or Big Gretch or anybody else. Because of the benefits of incumbency. Because the benefits of incumbency and because, again, Biden's weaknesses are less important matched up against trump's weaknesses right the old becomes a little bit you know old and old cancel out a little bit uh biden being slower cancels out against like the just crazy word salad uh of of trump stuff uh and also because biden's contrast with trump is like steady he's a known quantity people can look around and say actually yeah the last four years are okay 
right? Maybe they weren't the best four years we've ever had. They weren't the worst four years we've ever had. I still have a job. You know, milk is more expensive. Gas prices aren't $5 a gallon, but they aren't $2 a gallon. They're just, they're okay. Uh, you're not asking voters to take a risk, right? You're presenting two known quantities. One guy who tried an insurrection and one guy who basically never made you embarrassed or worried when you woke up in the morning as to what would be happening. And asking, presenting people with Trump versus, say, Gretchen Whitmer introduces a whole host of other asks of voters, right? It's, well, this is a woman. You've never elected a woman president before. This is somebody who's only been governor of a medium-sized state. Who knows whether they'd be good in president? Would they be able to handle foreign policy? You know, whereas Trump then becomes the known quantity, we could say, well, I guess before the pandemic, the economy was okay. And, you know, I don't really remember any of that stuff about Charlottesville. Who, what was that even about anymore? And, you know, in a weird way, Trump becomes almost like the incumbent then. So if Trump is going to be the nominee, which is not a sure thing, but, you know, is certainly at least a coin flip as well, right? Does Trump win the Republican nomination? I say his odds are no worse than a coin flip. Uh, I I want Biden running against him. I don't want anybody else. So uh, here's where I disagree with this analysis. Uh, first of all, I don't know if you remember in the run up to the midterms how high gas prices got because there are people out there who are trying to help Republicans. Yeah. With high gas prices. The Saudis, uh, the Saudis the do Saudis. like Republicans. They do. Yes. Uh, and so gas prices will be five fifty uh, or six bucks when it's Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Second of all, Joe Biden's liability, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say this, isn't necessarily, it, it is Joe Biden and his age, but it's mainly Kamala Harris. It's his age plus a VP that has uh, a high likelihood of becoming the president. And what? so where I think Gretchen, where, where Gretchen Whitmer or Josh Shapiro or Warnock would be the most uh, useful is as a VP. Like what I wish is not, that we weren't necessarily running with Biden, but that he had a really strong VP that people felt like, okay, yeah, I can I can live with this. The old man, something happens. So let me let me let me see if I can assuage that concern. Hmm. That might be an issue if Donald Trump's vice presidential running mate was somebody like Mike Pence, a responsible, grown-up, sober Republican who assured voters like, hey, don't worry. Don't worry. Like, you know, we got a grown up over here. I believe, based upon the final year of Trump's presidency, that one of the lessons he took from it is that he can't have those type of people around him. What he needs are absolute hardcore loyalists. And so I don't think he's going to have a Mike Pence. As if, if Trump wins the nomination, I do not believe that he is likely to take a Mike Pence type as his running mate. I think he's much more likely to take a Sarah Palin type. Now, I, I specifically said Sarah Palin because I don't mean Sarah Palin, but I mean a Carrie, I mean, Carrie Lake, Lake, a Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green, Green, a yeah. pick somebody. You agree it's probably a woman though, right? I think it could be. It could be. Um, I think it's a woman. But and you see I what I'm saying? It, like, yeah. No, no. But here's, I, I got pushback on this and we've talked about okay. it. And this is, I mean, he's not laying a glove on Nikki Haley. And if she is in the race in South Carolina, and I don't know if you've looked at the South Carolina polling, not that the polling matters this much out, but like she's dominating uh, Tim Scott there in South Carolina. Like she's getting a much bigger chunk of the South Carolina vote than Scott is. Now he's been in less time, so maybe that matters, but the state- Everybody in the state knows well. both of them, yeah. That's right, that's right. Uh, and I still think that Nikki Haley's play is that maybe Ron DeSantis does 
Because here's, we haven't talked about the primary mathematics in a while. So let me just throw a couple of things out. One is that Iowa is a caucus, right? Mm-hmm. And the Democrats pulled out of the caucus and also Biden is going to be the nominee. Which means that like the Dems out there in Iowa don't have anything to do. The independents don't have anything to do. We just ran a piece on it this week by Mike yeah, Murphy. By yeah. Mike Murphy. Okay, so similar, uh, they're also Dems, nothing to do in New Hampshire. Right, left-leaning independents or just independents in general, nothing to do in New Hampshire. The chances of like Haley or like uh, like outperforming uh, in some of these places where like Dems decide they got nothing else going on and they're going to go try to like cast a ballot for a semi-normie, I think is not crazy. And so let's say she's running either a strong third or what, and like whatever. So he and see, DeSantis can't. This is something I've been pretty convinced of. I think one of you guys made this point when I floated this earlier. DeSantis can't pick Haley because DeSantis's weakness will be that people are not sure that he's the authentic, real MAGA deal. But Trump is. So Trump right. can pick Haley um, and balance out his ticket. And so I think the chances of Trump rolling into the general with Nikki Haley as his VP is real, like a high so percentage chance. Two two things. Um I think, uh, yes, I agree that it's possible it could be Haley. But also, I, I again, I think Trump is looking forward to governing, and he doesn't trust Nikki Haley. Why would he? Right? This is, you know, she flips and flops, and she's not a loyalist. He is sure, not positive. I agree with that, that if he asked her to, to go and overturn the Constitution, she might not do it. And I don't think that's what he wants. Right? I think he wants to surround himself with people who, who do it. One, one thought about the possibility of Haley. So I would 100% agree that Haley could pop for those reasons if she was giving Democrats a way in to support her instead of trying to, like, run to DeSantis's right. You know what I mean? Like, she's, she's like trying right to – she Yeah, she's trying to mogify herself. And that's not – I could see Scott – being maybe a home because if he just sort of stays with his gauzy like uh if he doesn't get specific and he just talks about hope and america and all that stuff and is just generally forward looking i could see you know fifteen thousand democrats in iowa deciding they wanted to caucus for him i, I can, don't know i could see that i uh, don't know the, the the before times republican candidates like haley where like these guys have they know her they know the magnifications and act Right now, maybe that becomes vile to them, and so they can't stomach yeah, I, a vote for her. She has to give them a way in, right? You can't. So, but I don't know. Um, but it, but all of that is to say that we got caught down a tangent on this because we we're talking about the Kamala versus Trump VP debate. Um, I do ask you though, if if Trump does become the nominee. Is there somebody you would feel better about being the Democratic nominee than Biden? Because for me, the answer is no. Like if I if I got to hand pick the Democratic nominee myself, I would pick Biden in that instance. Uh, I would. I don't know. That's a good question. There's a there. The benefits of incumbency are real, and and it would have to be like. I would say like a, a certain things would have to happen. It wouldn't just be like a straight swap. But if Biden. Instead of coming out Tuesday and saying I'm running again, said, you know what? Uh, I think we need a new generation of leadership, and I'm throwing all my weight behind Gretchen Whitmer, who's been, you know, incredible. 
and whatever. And Gretchen Whitmer immediately like grabs Warnock. What like I don't know. I I think that the energy around that, uh, and like the I just think it would be. I don't know. I I, I, but I would you get take to it. pick. You but you get to pick. So let's let's again. Let's just pretend it's April next year. We're one yep. year away from here. Trump has just won Super Tuesday, and he's not 100% going to be the nominee, but he looks like he is rolling towards the nomination fairly sure. convincingly. And you, Sarah Long, will have the power to simply pick whoever the, the Democrat is going to be to beat Trump, right? Forget forget the – they don't even have to win a primary. You could just – you have a magic wand. Who would you want in that spot? I'd pick Gretchen Whitmer. Really? That's I interesting. I think so. I, so – and, like, she's untested, too. I just think that the country is going to be sick to their stomach about a rematch between Trump and Biden. I think that you keep talking about Biden. That's fine. That is not going to be the matchup. You might as well think about it as Trump versus Kamala Harris. Uh, That is the race that they will run. That is what they will talk about. Um, And... You're right that the age kind of cancels it out, but if Trump was running against somebody younger, fresher, with a moderate profile, who was winning in a in a in a swingy state, good governor. Um, now she's got some liabilities, but like I don't know, I, I just I would I think I would take that scenario over eighty-two-year-old uh, Joe Biden. I guess I could it see is, that. Think about how uncertain it is with an eighty-two-year-old. Well, but is it is that more uncertain? Than the uncertainty of somebody like Wetmer, who who I like quite a lot, but who is untested, right? I mean, DeSantis looked great on paper. Yeah. And now that he's being tested. That's like, true. You know, I don't assume that Gretchen Whitmer, you know, the, the odds of her, like, emerging and being, like, totally rock solid, I don't know. And it is yeah, an ask of voters, too, that's right? That's true. That's true. Although, I will say that the... When you talk to reporters who've spent time, like the thing, when I was one of the reasons that I was always uh, shorting DeSantis is because, like, I kept talking to these Florida reporters who were like, "He sucks. <laughs> like, he yeah. is. He is not good at this." And I was just like, "Everybody says he's bad. He's sour. He doesn't have good relationship. You know, he's glass jaw." And so, I, I when you talk to people about Whitmer. They're like, oh, she's so charming. She's really good at this. Um, she's very real. People use the word real a lot with her. Like, she seems like a normal person. Um, and so, you know, I just I just think I think there's a really strong 28 bench for the Dems. A lot of interesting people. Um, a lot of Midwestern governors uh, or governors of swing states <clears throat> with more moderate profiles that I think could do really well. Um, and I, I might take... It's not perfect, but I would maybe take them over at the uncertainty of Biden. Hey, again, it's JVL. The conversation goes on from there. If you want to hear the rest of the show, head on over to Bulwark Plus and subscribe. We'd love to have you.